Welcome to the very first episode of Food for Thoughts. In this series of podcasts, we'll be providing an easy guide on understanding nutrition literature. Great. Nissen, am I able to start off by asking you a very popular question? Sure. What is it? Are all foods labeled low-fat choice a healthier option? Good question, Rachel. Firstly, it's important to take note that not every nutritional information may be true. In today's world, we are surrounded by a sea of nutritional information from all types of sources given the increased internet access. However, we may not realize that the internet does not filter the information based on the quality or accuracy. We hear of nutritional myths and misinformation in our everyday lives, and this is contributed by the low to no barriers of publishing and distributing any form of nutritional work online. Increasingly, social media is one of the most used sources of science news, including nutritional information. Evidence-based information by government bodies and nutritional experts are slowly losing its place in nutrition communication, while celebrities and other non-credential persons are increasingly favoured and listened to by the public. This highlights the importance of nutritional epidemiology as the public faces challenges in determining what is a fat versus fat. To start off, nutritional epidemiology is the systematic, scientific, evidence-based approach that studies nutritional factors and their impacts on disease and health conditions. The core of nutritional epidemiology provides proper investigation of the relationships between a specific nutritional factor and their outcomes. These findings are usually published in scientific articles. This discipline has been around for many years and still continues to play an important role, but with evolving purposes. Research used to focus on the prevention of nutritional deficiencies. Now, the direction of research has changed towards the prevention of chronic diseases. Nutritional epidemiology encompasses all evidence-based studies involving experiments as well as observations. I see. I understand that nutritional epidemiology is still relevant today. I am excited to learn more about how to search for a proper source of information online. It's good to be eager, Rachel. But let's continue with the next topic on our second podcast. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you in the next one.